0: Welcome to your relationship success show, the place for relationship empowerment and actionable tools so you can let go of old wounds and create happy, loving relationships. Whether you're single, married, divorced, or anything in between, set yourself up for relationship success. I'm Dr. Sara, clinical psychologist and consultant, helping business leaders and entrepreneurs to feel more connected and whole let's get started how do you have that difficult conversation we've all been in a situation when we've been with a spouse with a partner and we are feeling frustrated we're feeling angry we don't know what to do we're feeling heartbroken we're feeling really upset and we're simply wanting an answer we're wanting to talk it out we're wanting to release that emotional tension we are wanting to resolve something that that's ultimately the core goal underneath the intention of the conversation but actually having the conversation and having it go the way that you want it to go for the way that you can feel understood that you can feel heard that you can feel appreciated That in itself is an art and it's a skill that we really need to develop. So, let's talk about the art of having that difficult conversation because I guarantee, even though it's something that often comes up in relationships, and a lot of my clients come to me saying, you know what, we are just not communicating very well, our communication is really breaking down, and this is the thing that we need help with. And so, it's really about us developing that skill in terms of how is it that we can have those painful conversations those difficult conversations because we're actually wanting to get to the other side we're going to get to the side where we feel cared for where we feel content where we feel heard listened to and appreciated so that we can move forward with the relationship we're all about wanting to grow that relationship and nurture it as much as possible but sometimes we have to do the nitty-gritty hard stuff now so that we can let go of the hard stuff so we can get to the better stuff so let's consider this with regards to communication now often a lot of my clients will say to me that the problem is that it fits into one of two categories the first category might be i can't express myself and i feel like i'm shut down i feel like i'm suppressed somehow And that suppression might come internally. So it might be, I'm actually really scared of having this conversation. I actually feel really anxious about how this conversation would even go. I'm anxious because I don't know how my partner's going to respond to it. I don't know what they're going to think about it. I don't know if it's just me and I'm going crazy and it's just my baggage that I'm offloading on my partner. And actually I should be just dealing with it on my own. So they get caught up in this turmoil of is it just me and that I should just be dealing up with it on my own and so I don't really say anything because I don't even know what I would be saying and sometimes these people have said something in the past, they try to say something, they try to voice something but then what happens is that they teeter around the edges and they never really say what they truly want to say and so they say something when they say it, they might feel really guilty and so they backtrack and so they feel, I can't express myself, I can't say that thing because that's too daunting, that's too frightening. And so they kind of in this battle, this dilemma of do I say, do I not say, and they often go to the side of not saying something because saying something feels really frightening they're worried that it's going to cause an argument, that it's going to invite further questions and they are not prepared to deal with the further questions that it might invite. And they just don't know how to deal with that. It feels really uncomfortable and they're just fearing rejection. They're fearing the relationship potentially ending or creating a bad atmosphere in the household. And they just would rather avoid that entirely. And so by avoiding that means suppressing themselves means putting a lid on what they're experiencing or putting it on the shelf trying to forget about it for a little while so that they can continue with a good time or continue with whatever the relationship is presenting them with so they're really very much focusing in on that so that's one category the other category that i often see is that People try to say something, they try to communicate, but the message isn't landing. The other partner isn't really there to hear it. And what I mean by that is that they might be physically there, they're in the room, they're on the phone, they're there in terms of they've got ears, they're able to have the message, but they're not there to receive it. They're not able to open up to hearing what is being said, they, they they can't hear it and they're actually hearing something very different to what's attempted in terms of the communication. So it's either the camp of I can't say and I suppress myself, or it's the camp of I say, but it's not actually being heard in the way that I intend it to, and it just ends up automatically into an argument, it gets inflated, and somehow we're in a completely different place from where it is that we started off and i remember i was working with a couple actually and they would get into massive fights they would get on really well for a while and then all of a sudden they would have this explosive argument and actually when we were really analyzing it in terms of well what was going on with these explosive arguments and i was witness to a couple of them was that they were both trying to say something But the other person wasn't actually receiving the message or not really being able to comprehend what was going on for the other person. And so there's there's this real blockage, there's issues around projection and there's issues around defense. So we'll get into that in a second. Because really understanding which side you're on is important, because then we can figure out how do we navigate this? How do we actually get to a state where we are in a healthy state and able to have those difficult conversations so we can get to the better side so that we can nurture that relationship and guess what the way that you perform this skill and that you're able to communicate better in your romantic relationships communication in other arenas of life will become a lot easier and if, for example, if you're having to have a difficult conversation with your colleague at work or a customer, a client, or if you are talking with your friends and there's something that's difficult coming up, even though it might feel easier in other realms of your life compared to your romantic relationship, you'll also still notice an improvement in the other arenas as well. So let's dive in. Now, what is the purpose of Communication. And a lot of people really get tripped up over this, even though it seems super simple. But guess what? The simplest things are the most accurate things and they are the best of things that we really need to secure because this is really the foundation. The purpose of communication is not actually about saying what's going on for you. It's actually about sharing understanding, the full purpose of communication is sharing understanding otherwise why would we be communicating it's about me sharing what's going on for me being understood or experiencing that sense of understanding and vice versa so it's really about two people communicating two people sharing and two people getting to a point of true understanding and that is really the indicator of a healthy communication of a positive communication that we're able to move forward with so it's not just about hey i need to say what i want or hey i just need to share but it's actually about the understanding so it's really about the purpose of the sharing and the purpose of the sharing is to be understood and this is something that a lot of people miss up trip up on the this is something that people for some reason uh pass them by because they're so focused in on are you listening to me because I'm telling you this thing and they get really hung up on that as opposed to actually getting to the purpose of I need shared understanding here and I need to understand you. So how do we get to shared understanding? Is it really about opening of doors and tolerating difficult things and uncomfortable things because we're considering the intention let's break this down when we're communicating with our partner we need to consider a few different things one of those things is that if we're communicating we're starting to open our door to our partner we're opening the door because we're wanting to share and show parts of ourselves to our partner But as we're opening the door, we have to consider a couple of things. We have to consider that actually by the very virtue of opening that door, we also expose ourselves. And with that exposure, there comes risk, there comes vulnerability. And so the degree of which we open our door is really based on the degree of how safe we feel with our partner with couples where they've struggled for a really long time they might not feel very safe with their partner emotionally psychologically they might feel physically safe but actually sometimes safety doesn't always come about and so the degree in which they open their door might be limited and rightly so That makes perfect sense because they're trying to protect themselves and preserve themselves. And so we really need to calculate at which level do we open our door so that we're sharing. And I I would always base this on a risk analysis. And this might seem a bit technical, but I guarantee that this will help you out. How it goes is that you open your door a little bit, you share a little bit, see how your partner responds to that, if it's a positive response or if you feel understood, then you can open your door a little bit more, share a bit more, see how your partner responds to that. If it was helpful, open your door a bit more, share a bit more, see how your partner responds. And and this is how we really build up healthy communication It's really by taking baby steps of sharing and assessing your partner's response to the thing that you've just shared and based on their response then you can make a decision you either open the door a bit more you keep the door how it is or you close the door and then you might want to seek help or you might want to go somewhere else with that so it's really about sharing assessing and adjusting yourself in terms of what actually feels like a safe level And so when you're opening your door, one of the things that you need to consider is actually how open is my partner's door as well? What I mean by that is that, guess what? You're both individuals with very different things going on for you, whether it be work, whether it be friends, family. Uh, you both have different things in your life. You've got a shared life together, but you also have different stuff going on. And so the degree in which your partner's door is open is... Is also very different and this is really important to consider because if their door is closed to you it doesn't really matter how much you share because their door is closed they do not have capacity to hear you and actually you trying to share something with their door closed that creates a lot of problems because what happens is that they're not there They're not there mentally, emotionally, psychologically. They're just not there to receive it. And so they may be very defensive or they may go on the attack because the response that you might get from them is like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, why are we even talking about this? And, And so all of a sudden they're very defensive or they're attacking or they're dismissive and rejecting. And so you end up being really rejected. You've just opened your door. You've tried sharing something and... That hasn't been received. It's not been understood in the way that you wanted it to be understood. And so with that, it makes sense that you would want to shut your door because you feel really vulnerable, you feel helpless, and it's caused a lot of anxiety. And actually that would then end up leading into an argument. When I started off saying there are two camps of people who suppress or people who try to share and then it just doesn't land. Actually, with this opening of door not being understood, my partner's door is shut, or or maybe vice versa, that my door is shut and my partner's trying to share something, but I just don't have capacity to hold it. This process in itself would result in you either suppressing or would result in you not being understood. Because doors are not being opened, and so for the art of how do we have a difficult conversation we really need to consider a few different things first thing is that we need to consider the intention of that conversation so the intention of the conversation may be i need support here i need emotional support here That might be one example. Or another example might be you did something and it really upset me and I just want to talk this out because I I, I don't know what to do with this or I can't maintain the relationship in this state. That might be another example. Or it might be even you know what, I need practical support here and I know that you're able to support me, so can you please help me out? That that might be another example. But it's really about figuring out what the intention of the conversation is from your side. And this is something that's super important. And I'm not saying you need to labor on this for hours or days or anything like this, not at all. But it's really considering what the intention is. And uh, the reason why I'm emphasizing this point is because one flaw or one trap that i see so many people getting into is that they'll start saying something they'll start sharing the other person doesn't actually know where this conversation is going or what the intention is around it And so they end up in a totally different arena compared with what it is that they originally wanted. And this is when we end up having a lot of cracks and actually we end up in huge arguments, which can become really toxic and unhealthy. And it can just fuel the lack of conversation later on. And so when I'm talking about the intention of the conversation, it is so important because then it helps us to focus in on where it is that we want to go with this conversation and what our intention is and what we're hoping for our partner to respond with. For example, if I'm wanting emotional support from my partner, or if I'm wanting to say something that my partner did that really upset me, I would have that in mind. Okay, so this is the intention of me having this conversation is because I want to resolve this issue with my partner. Let's say that's, that's the case, okay? So now that we've figured out the intention, the next step that I would suggest, particularly when you're having a difficult conversation, is actually labeling it, labeling the process. And this might seem a little bit unusual to do, or it might take a bit of practice, or you might feel a bit uncomfortable about this to begin with, but I guarantee that this is something that is really going to help you out. And that is by actually labeling it, When you start the conversation. So, for example, it would be saying to your partner, I need to say something, but this is really difficult for me to talk about. And actually saying that, actually labeling it before you enter what the conversation is. And the reason why I'm saying this is because by the very virtue of you labeling it being a difficult conversation for you to talk about, it actually engages their empathy because then they're able to start opening up and they're thinking okay so you're going to say something it sounds serious it sounds hard it sounds like it's really important to you so I'm going to drop what it is that I'm doing so that I can pay attention to this but also it supports that other person to reduce their defense so that they don't go into hyper alert mode and and then all of a sudden they're going into attack because they don't actually know where the conversation is going and they may feel that they're being attacked by you saying hey you've hurt me so so just to play out what this might look like is that sometimes we may enter a difficult conversation with our partner with saying hey you know what what you did there really upset me i felt like i was being criticized or i felt like you weren't really paying attention to me let's say this is the case and this is what i want to talk about if i just say that hey You criticized me back there. My partner might respond saying, What do you mean? I didn't criticize? I didn't mean to criticize. This is all in your head. What are you talking about? And so all of a sudden, they go defensive or they might be attacking and I feel suppressed, I feel like I'm dismissed and I don't really know where to go with that. And so I just shut down and then I think, oh maybe it is all in my head. And so I never actually resolve the issue that I originally wanted to resolve and I never get to have that difficult conversation that would actually nurture the relationship so that next time I don't feel criticized. I actually feel like my partner has paid attention to me. So this is the reason why it's so important for us to have these difficult conversations to begin with. And so if that's the case, then it might be that I start off the conversation with saying, hey, you know what, I need to say something, but this is actually really difficult for me to talk about. And so by that very nature, it's getting them to engage with the fact that you're feeling hurt and you're saying something, you're taking a really brave step here to say something that's difficult and you're really wanting them on board. And psychologically, it actually reduces defense mechanisms. So this is an important step to go down. The third thing that I would recommend is we need to consider, does that person have capacity there and then? Or do we need to schedule in time when they would have capacity? i not necessarily wanting relationships to look like a business meeting or a work meeting or anything like that. It's not at all the case. But we need to be aware of what's going on for the other person and actually would they be able to hold their attention for us would they be able to have capacity to hold us and and have capacity to understand this in any moment because let's say if somebody if the partner that we're with is incredibly stressed or they're so busy with something else cognitively their brain is literally full with whatever it is that they're stressed with that they don't really have that much space to be able to hold you and so it doesn't mean that you're not important to them of course you're important to them right if it's a healthy loving committed relationship however in that very moment they literally don't have the brain space because their brain space has been taken up with something else that just feels more urgent at that very moment and so it's really about us then saying hey can we have a difficult conversation right now or is it okay if we just have a conversation later on whatever it might be and that's something that's really important because actually If you're having a difficult conversation with somebody, you want to be sure that you're giving it the best shot possible, that actually you both have as much capacity as possible to hold each other, to hold yourself and to understand and to share that understanding in terms of the difficulties, what's actually going on for you both. So it's absolutely imperative that you give it the best shot and the best shot would be is to ensure that you both have the ability and the capacity to hold this conversation. Because we need our cognitive space to be as open as possible so that we can really share that understanding. So we can hold that other position and also share the understanding. And so step number four. Is really about talking about your intention and what it is that you're wanting to gain out of the conversation and and your position of the conversation. So it would be something like, you know, let's say you did something that really hurt me and I felt invalidated or I felt like I was being criticized, I felt unappreciated. Let's say that that was the type of conversation that you were going in with. The intention behind it is. I really want to know how you feel about me or I'm really anxious and I feel bad about this and I don't know where I am. And so I'm trying to get some clarity or I'm trying to make this work because I really don't want to feel like that again. So whatever the intention might be, but it's also leading in with the intention because the moment that you're expressing that intention, that's the moment that they actually start opening up their doors and, and they can then start to really hear you out because they are starting to move closer towards that shared understanding of your position as well. And it's really about sharing each other's positions but also really opening up yourself to the other person's position and fifth thing is really about tolerating hearing the other person now this is something that i see again a lot of people trip up on but tolerating hearing the other person's position what that really means is that sometimes our partner is going to say something that we don't really like, we don't want to hear it, and vice versa, we may say something that they don't want to hear either, and this gets really challenging, but the core thing to keep in mind is, am I willing to have this difficult conversation so that we can get to the intended outcome. So am I willing to have this difficult conversation and, and hear something that I may not necessarily want to hear so that we can solve this problem, so that we don't get into this problem again, so that we can move forward with our lives, so that we can see if this relationship is going to be fulfilling for both of us and it's going to live out its potential, or are we going to remain stuck? <laughs> and so it's really about considering... Am I willing to have this difficult conversation? Am I willing to tolerate something that is said? I might not necessarily like to hear, but actually the purpose of this is so that I can get to the next stage, the problem-solving stage the stage where i'm not in this cycle again that actually i am able to move forward and i'm able to improve my well-being and my partner's well-being so that we can get to a healthier state and that's really key for you to consider let me think Let me know what you think about these five steps to the art of having a difficult conversation and you can get in touch. My details are in the show notes below and if you're ever wanting support with this, please get in touch and let's see what we can do. Until next time, take care. If you like this show please do me three solids. First share it with a friend because if you found it helpful I bet you that one of your friends will do too. Second subscribe so that you never get to miss an episode and third please rate the show to help other people find life-changing content. I'm on a mission to help as many people as possible have a healthy and fulfilling relationship so please help me in my mission.